Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. DIY Money. Okay, moving on. All right, let's keep going. What's going on, Daniel? It's spring in the air. We're both sniffing. Oh, my gosh. Allergy season. Everything's blooming. Oh, my goodness. It's awful. Let's go back to 20-degree weather. No. No, let's go back to... Let's get to 90-degree weather, and let's just get all this done and over with. I don't know. When we're we're in deep freeze, everything's dead, and there's no pollen. brutal. Hey, uh, I don't know when this will air, but I've got a race coming up. End of April, going to Delaware. Oh, our Beloved Delaware. Any of those listeners up there cool. running Delaware? I thought it was Rhode Island. I've been telling everybody I'm going to Rhode Island. I'm not going to Rhode Island. Go to Delaware. How close are those? Pretty close. So basically, you could basically, jump over I'm going Rhode to Rhode Island, Island Delaware to share over there. Yeah, I'm flying into DC. I think. No, I can't be flying into DC. Am I flying into DC? <laughs> That's a bit south, isn't it, compared to Rhode mm-hmm. Island? Delaware. Well, you said Delaware and Rhode Island were really close to each other. I don't know. You said that. You said, isn't it? I, and said, I just aren't agreed. they close to each other? And I just like, agreed yeah. because I, I wasn't entirely sure. I mean, yeah, in context, it's closer than Kentucky. Yeah, but it is south of New York. South of, yes. It is? Delaware is south of New York? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because it's by um, Philly. It is? Isn't it? I thought it was north. I thought it was, up in, I thought it was up in the... Anyways, whatever. You're thinking of like Vermont. Yeah, so I'm Maine and those. Yeah, I actually am thinking of those areas, but what's happening here? <laughs> oh, Logan's jumping into the set. All right, well, let's not He's talk trying about... trying to save Come us on. from a geography We're about finances here, not geography. Jeez, Louise. I'm running a race. Whatever. End of April. Can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Looking forward to it. We got a very interesting question today. I forgot the name completely. Who is it again? Clark's got a very interesting question. That's got my red flag warning signs flashing all over the place. Well, this should be fun. Yeah. Clark, what do you got? DIY! Hi, DIY Money. This is Clark from Illinois. I have a housing question for you guys. In May, my wife and I will be moving to Michigan for work. And we're considering either renting, getting into an apartment, or buying a house. I work in college ministry. And so it's really important to live close to the campus uh, where students can come over and we can host activities and events. And so we're actually willing to pay more than we would have originally for the sake of just our job and for the ministry. However, houses in the locations we're looking at are quite expensive because it's a college town. And so one of the options that we have is to purchase a multifamily home, like a duplex or triplex with another family or two in the area. We've done this before, not buying a home, but we've rented with another couple, actually the couple that we're looking at living with in Michigan, uh, and we lived with them for two and a half years. And so we were wondering what your suggestions would be about buying a home with uh, another person. Should we get a partnership or a limited liability company, corporation? Uh, Are there other considerations that we uh, need to think about when moving and think about uh, buying a home together? One of the other things worth noting is because we work in college ministry, we always have kind of a flow of renters that we would be able to fill vacant rooms in the multifamily home. 
And even if we were to move out and kind of move to another campus or get a new house for our expanding family, we would always have access to renters since we live right next to campus in kind of prime location. And we know the students who would be living there. Love to hear your guys' thoughts. Thanks so much. Okay, Clark, um, what you're really asking is, do you want to go into business with this other couple? That's what you're asking. You're not asking, yes, it's a house, but it's an investment property that you're looking at at uh, pursuing. And so you're, you're asking about a partnership uh, business. And so my first reaction when I heard this question was, no, do not do this. However, you make a lot of very good points. So... What I'm going to counsel or suggest is something that I would suggest to anyone I'm meeting with who's starting a business with a partner, and that is you have to have all of your um, discussions ahead of time to avoid what can and will go wrong in the partnership. So, for example... If you are 50-50 partners in this home that you're buying and all of a sudden someone is not pulling their weight, they're not chipping in for the landscaping, they're not handling the maintenance, or who is going to handle the landscaping? Who is going to handle the maintenance? But all of those things need to be ironed out as far as the roles and the expectations well in advance. However... There has to be a stipulation in there as far as what happens if and when something doesn't go according to plan. Because what you cannot do is just willy-nilly get into this uh, partnership, owning this asset, especially with spouses involved. Holy cow. And all of a sudden, somebody's not pulling their weight, somebody's moving, somebody's doing something else, whatever it may be, and you've not figured out how you are going to either get out of this or who's going to do what. So, for example, let's say one of you you know, decides this is not the career path, so you're going to move. And they say, well, you know, I really don't want our half of the house now. We actually need that money to buy another house in another area. So you uh, more than likely should have then first right of refusal to buy the house, but you can't be obligated because what if you don't have the money to buy the half of the house from that person? And what if you can't agree on the valuation? This person says, well, houses in our area are going for 400000 You, Yeah, we bought it for 200000 and it's really only worth three hundred. so I want to pay you one fifty. No, you owe us 200 Now you got that issue. And all of a sudden, this friendship that's that's now part of this business is, is, uh, is going to be sacrificed, and you've got issues and challenges and then ultimately you make financial devastation uh devastating moves or emotional decisions i didn't want to ask you clark you know but could you maybe spare a little you know extra cash i'm certainly not against business partnerships but what i'm against is the idea that all's going to be sunshine and butterflies all day long so as hard as it is as difficult as it is, if you're going into this business with this person, you then have to have business discussions well in advance. Well, what happens if one of us moves? Well, then we'll figure it out at the time. Eh, wrong answer. No, I will then buy your half. If I cannot buy your half, you have to then sell your half to somebody else. That's your responsibility, not mine. 
we are going to get an appraisal. We're going to, appraisal is going to come in. That's going to tell us the valuation of the house and the half that I need to buy. What happens if one of you doesn't do the maintenance that's supposed to happen? Well, we're going to hire that out, and we're both going to be responsible. Well, what happens if you don't pay your half? Well, if you don't pay your half, then I have the ability to buy out your half, or I have the ability to bring in another investor and to get you out of that. Now, those are difficult conversations, but here's the deal. Business is difficult, so welcome to business. But the idea that you can just kind of you know, create a little group, start a business, and buy a house together, that is setting you up for a train wreck of a situation. And not only to mention that, it's going to cause significant issues in your marriage. Because what's going to happen is your wife is going to go, oh, this was a great idea. And all of a sudden, you're going to be coming home every night in this half a house that you own with your neighbor who's no longer your friend in the house next door or in the, in the other side of it. And all of a sudden... You know, your wife who doesn't want to talk to the other wife and the issues at Bible study and ministry is hindered and the kids know what's going on. There's some challenges. Nobody wants to come to the house to do ministry anyways. Anyways, obviously I'm painting a terrible picture. Now, let's talk about the good side. Let's say you did work all that out and you and your business partner have worked all these things out and all of a sudden you figured out a pretty nice market because you're on campus, you have these built-in renters, and you have the ability to buy more properties. Bravo to you. There's an unbelievable opportunity there. But again, you got to work out the partnership stuff well in advance. Daniel. Yeah. I mean, I like everything you said. Treat it like a business. I like the the ingenuity and the creativity of finding a good housing solution. Uh, so that really makes sense. And it kind of goes along that house hacking line of you know trying to find a duplex and then eventually build that up and do a business and, and so forth. So yeah, as long as you are uh, willing and, and kind of ready for all the aspects that come with having a rental real estate business over time, and that's something you want to do in addition to the sort of the taxing work of, of ministry, et cetera, then, um, then by all means get into it, but understand and, and look at it like a business. Though it sounds like maybe at the beginning, it's not a business. It's just sort of a two people buying either side of their own, you know, the duplex. And then eventually maybe potentially in the future, it also has the opportunity to be a business kind of thing. So it's kind of a weird hybrid starting one way and then eventually maybe evolving into the other way. So, Well, but again, what the reason I said from a business perspective mm-hmm. in the beginning is they're buying oh, yeah. an asset together. And again, then, and they have joint responsibilities. It's like marriage. Think about your marriage. You, you, you went to the altar. You said, I do, till sickness, you know, till whatever, till you die. And then you entered into the marriage. And you quickly learned things like, oh, you know, she doesn't do this, and I wish she'd do this, and wow, I don't do this, and she wants me to do this. And, you know, I tell the story often that I I do some things around the house that I wouldn't think a thing about, like opening the dishwasher and letting the door fall down on its hinges. It drives my wife nuts, and she basically thinks that, you know, the dishwasher's going to fall apart. I've never had a dishwasher fall apart. However, I had to make a conscious effort, conscious effort, if I don't want it to cause conflict, to lower the dishwasher door very slowly so it doesn't bounce on its, hinge, on its hinges. My point is... Protect your hinges. Protect your hinges. What you're doing is you're entering in that sort of relationship. And you know as well as I do, those things, those little things in marriage cause conflict. Imagine what can happen into a business. Honey! 
you left the toilet seat up again. Just like you probably went through pre-marriage counseling and talked about a lot of these things and made sure you're, you know, you dated, you courted, you, you did all this stuff to make sure you and your spouse were right fit for each other. You got to kind of do the same thing with your business partner because that's what's going to happen. Now, I will. the last thing I'll say is this. If you start going down, let's say you listen to the DIY money, your soon-to-be business partner does not, and and you start bringing these things up, and they're like, oh, this is not, no, this is, I I don't want to talk about all this stuff. You know right there, it's like you bringing up to your spouse, hey, what do you think about this turning into marriage? Oh, I don't want to talk about this. Probably not who you want to propose to. Right? Probably not the not the one for you. So again, you know, heed the warning signs in advance. So Clark, just trying to protect you. I've seen things like this absolutely fall apart. We've got some folks now that we're working with where a friend of a friend of a friend is doing some housework and yada yada and now they can't you know, it's a conflicting situation. They can't tell. They can't basically fire this person, and oh, it's just a mess. And it all started because uh, lack of communication and expectations on the front end. And I don't want to see that happen to you. That's it, Clark. Show him who's boss. Great question, Clark. Thanks for sending that in. Um, all he did was send us an audio question to podcast at diymoney.org. That's podcast at diymoney.org. Send us those questions. Try to keep them under a minute. We'll put them on the show, and then we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.